Welcome to another episode of Record Talk Listen. My name is Lydia, and thank you so much for joining me. On today's show, we feature Mike Thompson. He's here to discuss his most recent photography project, Fade to Blue, which features the old Allegheny High School on Sedgwick Street. It will be in Allegheny Arts Council's gallery starting July of 2022. So we have plenty of time to make sure everybody is safe and fully vaccinated and ready to rock and roll in uh, about a year, a little over a year, to see all of his uh, wonderful photographs and how he is preserving the history of that particular high school space. He has uh, gathered a lot of really cool artifacts and um, stories, and he's got a great deal of time uh, invested in this to make sure it goes off without a hitch. So he's going to get into all of that um, in a bit. So without further ado, let's get right into the show with Mike Thompson. Mike Thompson, my old friend and pal, you're back on the podcast. I'm back. Thanks for coming. This is my first uh, in-person RTL in a really long time. I had to get you out. Yeah, I'm, you had to get me out. I'm ready to come out. Come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you poked the bear and I responded. So Absolutely. Was, Hibernation yeah. is over. Yeah, I appreciate it. Spring is it. here. So you have this uh, wonderful project that I have been privy to watch grow and expand and gain traction. It's your Fade to Blue project with your uh, former alma mater of Allegheny High School. That's right. Um, and it's it started out as just like this little tiny idea that you had, and it has mm-hmm. just exploded. And I think partially to blame and uh, maybe as a benefit is that people were stuck at home mm-hmm. during the past year and were feeling nostalgic and maybe looking at all their old memorabilia and things and you were kind of scratching an itch so to speak um yes and allowing people to kind of express their memories and kind of get it out and and uh so it's pretty cool so it's called fade to blue that's correct yeah it's called fade to blue because in storytelling uh in scripts and things like that on the very last scene it usually says Fade to black, Mm -hmm. the end. Yeah. So with Allegheny being blue, it's fade to blue because it's the end of that's the building story. Right. So it's just like a symbolic name. (laughs) Three easy, (laughs) quick words. Yeah, I think it it invokes what you said. It's an end of an era kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically, the building is coming down. Yes, and that's kind of what prompted this whole thing. Uh, You know... It's, things have been negative with with the school for years ever since it got uh you know they they moved up to seat and drive the new allegheny it's mm-hmm. a wonderful facility and ever since that happened that old school sat there and it got uh you know people broke into it and you know stuff happened up there and it was all negative negative news all the time mm-hmm. and uh questions everybody had questions what's going to happen with the building is it going to be repurposed is it going to be saved? Is it going to come down? And there was questions for a couple of years. And then finally the word came out that the building is going to ultimately be raised. And uh, <clears throat> before that happened, I was just up there with my kids and uh, I hadn't, I had heard about the vandalism and we were just messing around with the dog. And I went up to the gym window and just out of curiosity to see what in the world it looked like in, mm-hmm. in there. And I saw it and it, was, it looked, uh, you know, not good. Right. Not, uh, how you, not how you remember No, not it. how yeah. I remembered it. Uh, but it just popped into my head since I do this photography stuff with these staged photos. I should point out photography stuff is a very 
gross understatement for you. Oh. You are an <laughs> award-winning photographer. Oh, thanks. And has been has your art is all over the place and has been accepted <laughs> at, at some pretty prestigious galleries. So thanks. I you are not just doing photography stuff. No, it's become like a very passionate hobby. There you uh, go. Good, yes. Good. Uh, and I love it, and uh, I hope to continue doing it for the rest of my life. But uh, so I had this photography brain. Yes. And I look inside that gym, and instantly it makes me think of photos, mm. uh, like a setting for a photo, an interesting photo. And uh, a basketball thing came into mind, like what would – what would it look like in there if I set up basketball players um, doing something? Of course, I didn't know at the time what I would do, but mm -hmm. uh, I thought it would just be an interesting-looking image. And that was basically it. I, we left, and uh, probably months—this was probably in March of 2020. when I, It was right when the pandemic happened. So about a year ago. Yeah, and, uh, and then I just sat on the idea for a while. And then the word came out that the building's going to be coming down ultimately, and it triggered the idea in my head. And I thought, mm. okay, if anybody's going to do anything in there like this, it's going to be me. And yeah. I, I just thought I was the right person for it, and uh, I thought it could be really interesting. Of course, at that time, I had no ideas of what other photos I'd be doing mm -hmm. or how I would pull it off or what hoops I would have to jump through. I just thought... It was an idea that had to be executed and uh, before the building was gone. So that was it. So you started compiling this sort of an idea. Mm -hmm. Did you know how many people had an idea of how many people were going to respond? Or when Absolutely did you go, not. When did you go out to the public to say like, hey, I'm going <coughs> to, my name is Mike Thompson. <laughs> I take photographs. Yeah. Very um, interesting. Right. Uh, so I, I reached out, actually reached out to the county. Okay. Because they owned the building and. And Jake Shade is a uh, graduate mm -hmm. of Allegheny. And I thought, well, we'll just see if I can get access to the building sure. in, in any capacity at all. So if, if Safely, that, if, yeah. Right. And if that can't happen, the project can't happen. Right. I got access, and uh, he said, sure, uh, you can go in. And I said, what if I could just – how quickly can I get in? Anyways, it, a lot of this stuff happened, and I found out that I could get in, and uh, I scouted out some areas mm -hmm. for photos. Uh, throughout the school took like an hour went through the entire school how was that how was that for you to be back in the school for just by yourself i'm assuming for an hour uh, yeah well it wasn't by just by myself i was with like a county official oh, okay. guy and uh but you walked in the building and like the smell hit, oh yeah hits you yeah. you know how smells stick with oh, you oh yeah yeah absolutely for years and years and <laughs> years like and your years. whole life yeah um and, but it was like your brain didn't know what to do. Like, like you didn't know how to feel because you felt nostalgia from the smell, mm -hmm. but your eyes are seeing broken glass and like chaos Yeah. Uh, at the same time. So it was like kind of like complex a, feelings. Yeah. Like a weird safety blanket yeah. that's just being ripped off. Absolutely. Of yeah. And it was really bizarre to yeah. be honest. And I'm not like a super duper like gung-ho like save I'm just not like that and and it but it still hit me mm -hmm. in, in a strange way and I thought <laughs> in kind of a strange way this is perfect right for <laughs> for photographs because you're for, invoking a, um, an emotion of some sort yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and if you're feeling it probably the subjects will feel the oh same thing. absolutely yeah yes so um 
ultimately I, I got word that I could execute the project, mm -hmm. um, but I had to do it during county hours, oh. uh, which is Monday through Friday, eight to four. <laughs> no weekends. No weekends. No. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough because I have a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, I went back and forth with the county and I, I gave them my, uh, a schedule mm -hmm. and they approved it and I and I said listen this is something worth doing I will make I will make it work sure uh there's no way I'm not going to make this this is going to happen and uh it, I I put together a quick schedule uh the photos mm -hmm. and I had to go uh, I had had to adhere to all of uh the governor's covid uh a safety stage. measures and stuff uh, yeah whatever whatever right phase yeah we yeah were we we're in a lot point, of yeah. you know phases and stuff like that and so i had to keep a very close eye on what phase we were in mm -hmm. and what we could and could not do safely for the health of everyone yeah and uh so i had to be really a, a fully structured very efficient uh, system basically to yeah. do it and uh, had people had to be in and out we I got in front of, I mean, the first day we get there. Let me tell you about the first day. How yeah, about that? Yeah, that's great, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I do all this planning behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And after I put it, I should say, I put it out on Facebook and uh, it like exploded. I first started taking email addresses and I, 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 I found, I can't do this. I can't keep up. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I was copying and pasting way too many email addresses <laughs> and I was spelling a couple of them wrong. And I was right. like, oh my God, this is terrible. Right. Uh, so I, I just like, I, I, I was like, well, how, what's the solution here? So I, I got a Facebook group, a private Facebook group. Yeah. And then I, anyways, it happened on Facebook and a lot of people joined the group and that's where I ended up doing all the planning and mm -hmm. all the uh, scheduling. Anyways, uh, so a lot of people were very interested. Mm -hmm. very quickly mm -hmm. and uh they wanted to participate so what i did was i uh on the first day i had all this planning stuff i had to do i had a, i had there's an auditorium picture that day mm -hmm. and uh so i contacted so i wanted i wanted there to be a photo in the in the series of a collection of pictures that represented uh drama sure so I contacted Cumberland Theater, and I said, hey, pandemic, I know you're not doing anything. I know Rhett Wolford down sure. there. And uh, I said, do you have any, like, generic sets down there I can borrow? He said, yeah, come down. So I, I went there and uh, picked out some stuff. And I actually, I just said, I trust your judgment. You just pick what you think would be appropriate for this. Mm -hmm. And I'll have my mom. I, I can't come pick it up. I'm sure. at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had my mom. Anyways, um, so... We had to go pick up the set mm -hmm. and take it to the school. He erected it on the Allegheny stage. Nice. And uh, that, that photo looks like people are in the middle of a play rehearsal. Nice. And it's staged. You know, these photos are staged. So it looks like something's going on. I know that Ed DeWitt did a series similar to this with Bell. When the old Bell High School went down, he was able to yes. go in and take pictures. And I think that that is... Um, the similar a similar thing but not really because you you're actually going in and you're you're setting the stage for um what it used to be so when people can they can envision if they were in a play themselves yeah. in that situation right. and like what the rehearsals were looking through the photos which i think strikes a more emotional balance 
uh, versus the total destruction of a building. It's very nostalgic in a positive way. And it's sort of like a yearbook for everybody Mm -hmm. um, that went to the high school or maybe whose parents or grandparents went to the high school. Yes. Uh, And I have talked to Ed and he shared with me the images because he actually did that before I even started photography. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was a little before I started with photography. And I, I, I guess it was right before, and I had totally missed that. And uh, someone had brought it to my attention. I reached out to Ed, and I, I was like, Ed, I promise I, I'm not ripping off your idea, man. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, and uh, he got back. He was real gracious and everything. And uh, he, showed, he goes, uh, and I said, Ed, can I see your images? I'm really interested to see what they look like. Yeah. And uh, his are really powerful because they're uh, – he he's like in the school after it had been halfway yeah. r- like destroyed after yeah i mean it was <laughs> it looks of, really crazy it is and that show was really powerful and there was a lot of uh students that were went there and then also teachers that could remember oh yeah some graffiti that he oh. found and that mm. one of the teachers was like i remember yelling at that student and it was <laughs> it was very emotional for a lot of people as i imagine it's probably uh, oh, emotional for the people that you've interacted with with allegheny Another factor with these photos is they're obviously staged, mm-hmm. which is perfect for a drama photo. Yeah, exactly. But not only that, um, there's different generations of people in each photo. So oh. in each photo, there's some way from the class of 20, 2004, mm-hmm. and right next to them is some way from the class of 1981, and then right. on the other side of the room is a class of 1958, you know, and I... And, and like the uh, generations are inter- intermingled into each image and they've come together for the first time and uh they got they got to talking they mm-hmm. wanted to share their stories and they all had similar stories of course and uh and memories of the of the building mm-hmm. and it became it started like building into like this community thing instead of a photography thing so what you thought would be just like a quick like hey let's just document this because it's part of my history and also part of the community's history. Let's just make sure we preserve this mm-hmm. before it's gone forever mm-hmm. has really just grown into this. Yeah. It like, it, lifelong friendships were probably made. And uh, yeah, well, yeah, it, these things kind of happened organically mm-hmm. without me even trying to make them happen, Yeah, uh, which is organic. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, a lot, I've talked to so many of these people and the, a lot of these people are like special to me now. These yeah. people have cried to me. They've they've like belly laughed to me and told me their stories about. I've started doing the interviews for the, this book that I'm doing mm-hmm. for this. And how's that going? How's the interviewing process? Have any tips? <laughs> <laughs> I should have got tips from you before no, we started. No, no. But, uh, well, let me go back to the first day real quick because it was insane. Yeah. It was absolutely insane because it was the first day. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. My nerves are through the roof. I had to start work at 4 a.m. So I I could get done work in time to get to Allegheny to meet the first group. But I wanted to get there a little early. Sure, sure. And uh, the first day was the most complicated day because we had to get Rhett to get to the auditorium with the set. And then we also, I, I, I... Got my mom again mm-hmm. to go to American Rental because I had this another photo that uh, seemed very special to me about people who were like high school sweethearts. Oh, yeah. And uh, they stayed together. And once after they graduated, they got married mm-hmm. and they're still together. And so I set up another photo in the gym as if they're waiting their turn to 
to get their picture taken oh, for the prom or whatever. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have that all set up. Well, I had my mom go to American Rental and get the like prom and get, background, get the archway thing, yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and get that all. And it's all set up. And uh, so we had to get that inside the school, get that set up. And then, of course, I, I had to f- I had to figure out a roster system, a mm-hmm. sign up system. I had to have wipes. I have to have uh, alcohol stuff. I yeah. have to have gloves, masks, all that stuff. Sure. Uh, make sure social distancing is being re- enforced. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. And uh, my head is spinning. And uh, man, it was. I just remember wa- pulling up that first day, and I was like, "This is actually happening right now. Like, there's there's no stopping it now. It's ha- it's actually going to happen." Yeah. And uh, and. You know, the first photo was actually in the library, and the people actually showed up who said they were going to show up. I was like, "Whoa, this is this is insane!" And I figured, "Well, I'm going to have to get in front of in front of these people mm-hmm. and kind of explain how it's going to work." Of course, I'm going by the seat of my pants. Well, yeah. And uh, so that first group came came, and I I told them what to expect when they went into the building, what to expect. When we did the photo and uh, how I thought I might be able to set them up inside the library. Mm-hmm. And uh, once we were finished, we would have to immediately leave yeah, exactly. <laughs> because the next group's coming and mm-hmm. we're not allowed to explore. That was like the number one rule. We're not, we can't explore the school right. uh, for insurance and liability issues. And uh, so that was a big, so that was a big deal. So I, I just remember getting up in front of those people and they're looking to me like I'm this like, person in charge you're, you're the guru <laughs> and you're was, the tour guide yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it was uh, so surreal and then i had to do that with every single group and i know that the uh the people that volunteered were probably so sick of listening to me here speak. he goes again yep here yeah. he goes again talking and talking and talking <laughs> but i had to i, yeah, ha- I had to, to make sure everybody mm-hmm. had Understood, the same yes yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it was uh i'll never forget that day Never. Did it get easier as the days went on? And how many shoots did you do? We did, oh man, off the top of my head, uh, we did like eight, eight. And the most complicated one was on the last day of uh, the interior photo, I should, mm-hmm. I should say. There was 10 total, 10 okay. total days. And uh, and I think there was seven interior photo days and two exterior photo days. And one day I had last access to the school and I removed items uh items from the school okay that will be installed in the gallery but nice. uh so I, I like saved items for preservation sure sure um but not for th- your own personal collection <laughs> yeah, <my> own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all this stuff's gonna fit in my basement sure 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 but uh yeah the most complicated thing was the uh auditorium i wanted i wanted there to be one big group picture sure but how do you kind. do that how with, do you do that with, with social distancing exactly mm. So at the time, it was something like 25% of an auditorium could be filled or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I had, I came up with this plan to, to do five different photos. Mm-hmm. So the, I, in my head, I, I put the stage, I, I put the tripod, I put a tripod on the stage. Yeah. That way the, the camera is fixed. Then I put people in different chairs. I have assigned seats for each group. Each mm-hmm. group is assigned to color. And then I have one of my volunteers, Mike McGreevy. Thank you. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> he put tape, like a colored duct tape on sure. each seat mm-hmm. in the auditorium. And then when the groups came in, you if you're a blue group, sit in blue seats. And then as on and on and mm-hmm. on and on. 
until the five groups are done. And, uh, you know, it ended up working out. I actually uh, just a couple, uh, I guess it was about six or seven weeks ago, I edited that photo. All together. I, I, I stitched the five photos nice. together. Nice. It, it took 28 hours. Oh. <laughs> I, I can appreciate that. I, I mean, it is that is some tedious work, but oh. I'm sure it's worth it. Yeah, it was very, very complicated because not only that, it was during a really sunny day mm. and uh, there's big windows in the auditorium. So the light drastically Changes. changed during the course of the day and lit people up differently. Mm-hmm. Each group was lit a little bit differently. <laughs> so, and that's nothing I can, I can't fix that. No, but, but I think that's part of the story of the photo is that, yeah. that the only reason that you have all of these people together and cl- what looks like it's closed is that's that's the underlying condition of that photo yeah. is the pandemic. Well, ultimately, they do look like they're all in there at the same time. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's some kind of hack job Photoshop. No, of thing. course not. Uh, but, um, you know, the coolest thing about that photo is it, it's no, it's not an art photo. You know, it's a big group representation of the project. And the best part about it is I had to come up with a solution, another solution, which was how do we fill extra seats because we can't get everybody in here. Mm-hmm. And plus it's during a work day and people can't, can't come there right. to work. So, um, what happened was I said, well, let's go every other seat and bring something with you. You can make a sign and say goodbye. You can put whatever you want on the sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, goodbye, old you know, high school or whatever, right, or right. Campobello, or whatever you want to put on it, some kind of sentiment, personal sentiment about how your feelings about the, the school coming down. Mm-hmm. Or you can bring memorabilia, merchandise that's special to you that represents the school. Sure. And that can sit on the seat next to you. So what happened was this, when this photo is on the wall, it'll be printed big, of course. Mm-hmm. It, you'll see it from a distance, and it'll kind of look normal. Mm-hmm. And uh, Like a normally filled out auditorium. Right, right. But you're going, especially people that went to Allegheny, they're going to want to get really, really close to this picture and see what people brought and uh, and see what they wrote on their signs and nice. see what kind of memorabilia they had. And they, they're they going to want to investigate people that they recognize in the picture. Mm-hmm. And, oh, there's – I haven't seen that guy in years. Yeah. You know, if yeah. we graduated the same year. You know, that kind of thing. And uh, I think that's what's going to be like really – people will like that, that one uh, for that reason. Sure. Uh, the other ones are a little bit more uh, – yeah, another thing about the pictures is – they're, they're, it's like every cross section of high school life. I tried to get just about everything. Mm-hmm. Of course, I couldn't get everything, but you know, every cross section from you know people hanging out behind the school and the uh, what I what I call the alternative lifestyle uh, <laughs> photo, and uh, you know, to people uh, the ba- state championship basketball players all coming together on the court one last mm-hmm. time, or uh, you know. Uh, uh, girls smoking in the bathroom. Sure. And, uh, you know, shop class, chemistry, uh, you name it. You yeah. know, it's it's almost all represented band stuff. There's three band pictures. Uh, so, you know, I've tried to get everything I could think of, and uh, I know I didn't get everything, but I, I really attempted to get every cross-section. Yeah. And they're all set up as if, almost all of them are set up as if school is in session. So, and another thing that, that throws the images into a more curious uh, 
they're more curious of people is because I'm I'm on a, actually on a ladder when I take the pictures. So you're elevated I'm, looking down. It's an elevated yeah. perspective. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like I'm in the ceiling almost. And just, uh, like sneak, just peering in. So on you, a scene. it's a it's like a perspective you've never seen before, and like a, in the yearbooks and That's stuff. That's true. Yeah, you've never seen this perspective before, and it gives it a, another quality that uh, you know you're not really expecting. Mm-hmm. It, it just throws it off just enough. It's to make it more enough. fascinating. Yeah, that's so cool. You've got to be excited. I mean, I can't, I can't wait to see the images because they're your images, and I really enjoy your photography <laughs> in general. But just the way that you could look into the space when you were walking the dog and when you were with your girls, and you just looked through the window and went, "Huh, okay, uh, I have a whole idea for this." Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was so supported immediately, yeah. and that people responded, and the response is still overwhelming i i still get i still get people asking to join the the group it's up to almost 20 i think it's 2600 people on there and i know there's way more that probably have no idea mm-hmm. about it that are just not on social media or whatever right. uh, that will most likely be interested and uh you know it's the community this thing has has created I didn't anticipate i knew you know four hill allegheny cumberland sure you know how passionate people are but you know, I, I didn't anticipate some of the some of the people I've met and, and have come together and shared things, not just with me but with each other. And uh, it's really kind of been like a life changing experience. Like I, I will never look at photography uh, the same way after doing this. It's so much like it's gone way beyond photography. You know? Yeah, because you're making that human connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which over the past year has been difficult to do. Yes. So I think that's <laughs> I, like... I, you know, I look back now and I, I'm just shocked. I, it was able to be done. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not like tooting my own horn. I just mean because every there things was were like, so changing. They things were, were just yeah. so stacked up against it yeah. happening, and uh, you know the obstacles were there, and and luckily, you know, I'm very very fortunate that that we were able to to do it yeah and i had some wonderful wonderful volunteers yeah your buddy doug schwab was pivotal oh nice yeah pivotal. i'm sure i'm sure he uh, is a th- uh i mean he has generations of his family five generations yeah mm-hmm. back to the back to the beginning yeah and uh you know uh, one of the cool things i i knew i wasn't gonna be able to share the images up in, until the exhibition mm-hmm. which would be in july of 2022 at the allegheny arts council nice and so uh, everybody should be able to come. <laughs> yes, please. Get uh, your vaccine. Yes. And uh, so what I did, this is another thing I had to think about. Mm-hmm. Was I can't share these. What do I do? So I actually asked Doug, who's a big photographer, oh, great, yeah. great mm-hmm. photographer, local photographer. Of course, he's an Allegheny alumni. And then I got uh, Joni Johnston, who's actually, she has a very popular group on Facebook called Growing Up in Cumberland, Maryland. Okay, yeah. I've seen that. And she does a lot of photography and she loves photography. So I asked those those two photographers to come as often as they could. Mm-hmm. And I think Joni might have came every day. I think Doug missed I think Doug might have missed one day. Anyways, I, I just said, guys, you take behind the scenes footage. Uh, anything you find interesting, just take pictures. Mm-hmm. And uh those will be the kinds of pictures that I'll share uh over the course Meantime, basically, between, between now, now yeah. and the ex- exhibition. Yeah. So, I, and that, I think it's so cool that you allowed that to happen because those, you know, that also gives you content to kind of get into the community and people excited about the show. And mm-hmm. um, 
I think that's really awesome. So the inside pictures, tricky. Outside pictures, were they a little less tricky? Just because you didn't, I mean, you were outside, so distance they don't and have the I ventilation mean, and things. Right, right. Uh, more people could show up. Sure. One of the fun things with the outdoor pictures is I was able to do some more uh, fun prop things. So, okay. Uh, and uh, one of the prop things, so Homecoming Queen's called Miss Campra at uh, Allegheny. Oh, okay. Right? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they always have the homecoming parade. And Miss Camper is there in the convertible car waving to everybody. Sure. Mm -hmm. And everybody's cheering. Yes. Rowdy. Mm -hmm. Rowdy crowds at these things. Anyways, I thought, well, these are different generations of people. Let's get different generations of cars, convertible cars. Nice. And we were able to do that. I got uh, some very generous people brought their their vehicles. And uh, we lined them up. We put different generations of Miss Camper in the cars oh, and awesome. lined them up, and they're waving, and they're very happy. And they dressed up, and it was like, it was beautiful. It was like a normal day. must be good for the the people there that are, like, remembering the nostalgia if they were that part of that time period with the cars and then mm-hmm. thinking about all that kind of stuff. It had to have brought up a lot of oh, it did. memories. Absolutely. I had many, many people look at me and cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And how did you I handle that? Uh, to tell you the truth, to tell you the truth, this first first part, maybe the first week, first couple of days, yeah, uh, it really took its toll emotionally on me. Yeah. I, and I had did not anticipate that one bit. First of all, just being in the school, seeing the craziness, mm-hmm. I'm running through this. So we were finished. So let's say day one, we're finished with library. And I, I and the next thing is across the school somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to get the people out of the school. Thank you. I loved everything about this. See, I'm sorry, but I have to go back into the school, tear down my stuff and run Mm -hmm. to the next location, set it up. And and of course, I had volunteers help me with this stuff, too. But I was running through that school a lot of the times by myself. Mm -hmm. And it was just the most surreal experience. Because you'd run down those halls before. But not alone in an empty school. And not with the chaos chaos of broken windows and... In you know uh, there was so much uh, they let off like every fire extinguisher in there and there was just oh, white dust no. everywhere, and it was just the most surreal thing you've you've ever imagined. Uh, of course, eventually I got desensitized to that, but mm-hmm. that first week, and then of course everybody's coming up to me, and this was this was so great. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I everybody, thank you so well, much. I mean, you don't understand. They're like you don't understand how much this means to me. Do you understand now how much it means? Yes, I yeah. do. I do. And, uh, you know, when numerous, countless people, almost every participant is coming up to you and trying to say that to you and how much appreciation they have for this and some of them getting emotional and mm-hmm. some of them, you know, laughing or telling stories. Uh, um, after a full day of that, you know, you know four hours straight, and I'm 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 going like crazy the entire time. Yeah, uh, it just it didn't it didn't hit me in the moment. But when I finished and got into the car, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, today's over," and we're pulling away, and we're like, "My mom, my mom was like, I gotta I gotta get back to the rental place before it closes,' <laughs> uh, you know." And Rhett's to, and, and the, we had to take this stuff down and out of the school, and uh, just pulling away from the school. And uh, to tell you the truth, that that first day when I sat there. Uh, I had to make this phone call because uh, my phone kept ringing and ringing during the during the course of the day, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I 
I didn't recognize the number. Of course, I was busy. I couldn't answer it. She left me a voicemail, and it happened to be this this lady who uh, graduated in 1943, and she just saw it in the paper, and she really wanted to participate. And I called this number, and and, uh, she goes, I'm Francis. I graduated in 43, and I would love to participate. Is there any way I can come up and and participate in your project? I just saw it in the paper. And uh, I said, yes, absolutely. You're going to be the older... You're going to be the earliest graduate nice. in the entire project. <laughs> she, I said, how old are you? She goes, I'm 95 years old. I said, well, what's your situation? I can, you want to come? You, I, you can come to anything. You can come all day if you want. You tell sure. me what you want, and I'll mm-hmm. make it happen. And she goes, actually, I'm homebound, and I have this stuff going on. I don't have many people around that can, can get me around. And I said, well, where do you live? And she said, Fayette Street. I said, well, what I mean, day? That's, that's I said, what yeah. Stones what, throw away. Yeah. Yeah. I said, what day do you want to come? And she threw out a date, and I said, well, we're picking you up, and give me your address. And we picked her up. I said, you can – she showed up. I remember my mom picked, pulled in with her. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm at work. I have to yeah. do stuff. So I, t- I kept having to get my mom to do all this stuff. And, uh, Thank God for mom. Yeah. And uh, I just remember her pulling up, my mom pulling up, and uh, Francis getting out. And I said, you're Francis, aren't you? She said, yeah. She goes, I have my, I, I have my cheerleading A. From my sweater, and I have my yearbook, and I have oh this and God. that. And this woman's 95 years old, and this woman tracked down my phone number from the paper. She called the paper to track me down because she doesn't do internet. Right. And then they they told her to call the county, and the county or some, some, somehow she got my number. She's a, an excellent sleuth. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, she's one of the ones that I will absolutely never forget uh, just because – it was just really, really special, and she. It's a ninety-five determined, ninety-five-year-old determined woman. Absolutely, to she participate. Was. Yeah. She was, and she was great. She was great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I this it's been really cool to see it grow, and um, I would imagine that there are Allegheny graduates all over the country that would probably be interested in seeing your photographs and the things that you have uh, rescued from the school and everything. Is there a date for when they're going to tear it down? I know they're doing asbestos abatement right now. And Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's coming to a completion mm-hmm. soon. And I think uh, from the last I heard, they're, they're targeting this summer for okay. it to come down. Um, and where is, is this going to be exhibited? This the, What are... What's the plan for the gallery show? Is it going to is it going to be there for an extended period of time, and then where does it go after? So it's going to be there from July second to July thirtieth at the Allegheny Arts Council downtown mm-hmm. for the exhibition. Okay. After that, it's up. It's up. It's up in grass. the air. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, it, it could. I guess it could potentially be moved somewhere else. Um, Maybe to the, like the or, Allegheny Museum or something. Something. Mm-hmm. Something could happen. Uh, that that's all stuff down the road that we can. Mm-hmm. I I would absolutely be interested in uh, doing something else with with the collection of photos mm-hmm. and any any and everything really. Uh, so, you know, things are things are happening and uh, things will continue to kind of uh, develop uh, throughout this next year or so. And if people want to join the Facebook group, we highly encourage them to do that because then they can keep yes. up to date. Now, um, and it's called Old Allegheny Photography Project. Oh, nice. That's, okay, that's, I made it. I made, made that it before Fade to Blue, and I didn't want to change it because it would screw it would screw it would everything up. People. Yeah. Okay. So it's Old Allegheny Photo Project. Um, I is 
I think this is a really cool thing and we've been lucky enough or unlucky enough, I guess, to have two high schools, local high schools kind of go through the same sort of process of rebuilding in another location um, and having a rebirth, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, But for other photographers out there or other communities, I, I mean, there's obviously no other community exactly like Cumberland, but I would imagine that there are other places that have similar kind of love and affection for their high schools Mm -hmm. that's something that you and i talked about earlier you did have you decided to change how you feel about your high school experience because before you weren't like gung-ho campers going home for back for homecoming right you know you and i are very similar in that Mm -hmm. but has this project changed the way you feel about that i think it has yeah um I think it has to. <laughs> I mean, um, there, there's no way I'll look at Allegheny the same after this, mm-hmm. uh, especially that building and the connections I have with uh, some of the faculty members that are currently at the school and others that have since retired. Mm-hmm. And uh, just I know some so many people now that went to the school and have talked to me about their personal feelings about the school and everything. Yeah. Uh, so it would be very difficult for me to go back to just being like, I graduated from Allegheny. I'm, I, you know, I'm proud of that, but you know, I, I, I don't continuously go to all the games and and all that stuff. Keep all the stats and all. That right, right. I, you know, uh, and but this is, and, and I don't think I'll be a, be going to homecoming and taking stats now. But no. uh, you know, I, I will absolutely have this connection with the building and, and the school, Allegheny as a whole, because Allegheny's not going away. It's just that building. Mm-hmm. And uh, Allegheny is going to continue to thrive throughout time. Right. And that's never going to change. But, uh, you know, this building meant a lot lot to many, many people. And it's uh, for them, for this particular community, it's a very big deal that it's it's being raised and coming down Mm -hmm. uh, very soon. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. I think it's a good, it's a great project. I'm glad that you uh, spearheaded it. <laughs> and it sounded it sounded like a logistical nightmare, and you kind of navigated it. Yeah, it got navigated. Yeah. But uh, now the thing that's that's a killer. To I mean, it's going to be great. But uh-huh. uh, everybody just kept coming up to me every single day. Are you doing a book up from this, or is this going to be a book? And uh, I kept saying, well, maybe. Sure, I could put the pictures in a book, and it could be a nice picture book. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more I thought about it, I've talked to a lot of people, and uh, it, it came. It, it just seemed like it should be not only pictures; it should be the stories that people continue to tell me. You know, so I, I thought, well, I'll just go back and I'll start interviewing people that participated in the pictures. Yeah, and I'll put their stories. I'll you know I'll interview them, and let's say the op- the book is open in front of you, and on the left hand page is is the picture. It takes up the whole page. Let's mm-hmm. say the uh, the auditorium play practice sure. is there. Well, Bobby, that's in the, in the uh, class of 76 or whatever, that, that's in the that picture, his interview is right there beside the picture. So you can get to know all the people. That yeah, so the, it, it tells much more than the image on its own can ever say. Right. And then it becomes and it's not only one picture, it's about 40 pictures, and it, it's a collection. So mm-hmm. it ends up being an entire story. Of course, you know, I'll take these interviews and I'll have to trans have them transcribed and I'll probably, you know, summarize summarize them and use a, a few of the quotes. I won't be able to get extremely detailed because it would just take it, up too it just much. too much. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't. And I can't interview everybody that participated. It's just 
uh, almost 500 people who participated. Wow. Uh, so, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to concentrate on the people that uh, outside of the audit, the big group picture, mm-hmm. the people that were there for the other feature, uh, pictures and uh, try to get as many as I can. Uh, right now I'm up to about 50. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, it's just so one of those. This is a lot of work. <laughs> this is a lot of work for you. I mean, this is not your full-time job. No. Um, but I think it's important, you know? It I became th- important. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. It, it became clear it was important. Yeah. Uh, it became much more clear every day <laughs> that I was doing it. Okay. And uh, I had no intentions of doing a book. I had no intentions of doing probably half the stuff I did. Mm-hmm. But it became very, very clear very, very quickly that this was a very big deal to many people. And uh, they wanted some kind of representation of that building. It, you know, it's going to be like a keepsake book. It's going to be a hardbound, big book. Yeah. It, you know, it's going to be an art book with mm-hmm. glossy, heavy-weighted paper, nice yeah. book. And, uh, you know, something I want to – I want. I feel like these people trust me. Uh, and yeah, and I you, want to deliver. I want to not well, any detail overlooked. I don't I, want any you, corner cut. You know? I have no doubt you'll deliver. I think that they they look at you as their guru because you're out of everybody in the community. You were the one that had the foresight and the drive and the artistic ability to pull it off. Well, thank you. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm very proud of you. Oh, man. Wow. Well, thank you. I, mean, I really do appreciate big, that. It's a big thing to do. You could have easily just looked in the window and been like, oof, that's right. Good luck with that. And right, walked right. the other direction. But you didn't. You took it on and it, it became it is a very important piece of the cultural history of Allegheny County. Yeah. And you're preserving that. Yes. So um but I, I think people it's easy for you to say, Yes, it was hard, it was difficult and you're in it. But sometimes you need to like have a little bit of perspective and be like, you worked really hard. You're still working really hard and it's not done. And you're going the extra mile to make sure that it's completed to to a really high standard, which I think is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sit in bed. Like I'll have to, in order for this thing to be printed, the images are done. The images are done. Uh, mm-hmm. They're almost all edited. Good. And... Um, they're very fascinating as a collection, in my opinion, which uh, which is very cool. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, with this book, I sit in bed and I think I, if this ha- if this has to be done in, by July mm-hmm. of 2022, it has to go to the printer in May of this year of 2022. Oh, of 2022. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. So it's about a six, eight week. So, OK, if I did 40 photos, let's mm-hmm. say 40 photos and then. Let's say I do four to five interviews per photo. Mm-hmm. Start doing the math. Oh yeah, and then it's a big book. <laughs> and then and then, okay. Let's say it takes me one week to write each picture, mm-hmm. each image, the interviews. That's forty weeks. It's just simple math that you know that stuff goes through my head all the time. It seems like I'm gaining ground very very quickly. Yeah, but then I. I'm not an author. I, I'm not a writer. <laughs> right, yeah. I have to go back and I have to listen to these interviews and summarize them and have them transcribed. And 
you know, that's, I, I'm totally out of my element. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they've told me their stories. Their stories will be represented, and I don't have to come up. I don't have to make anything up. Right, I can right, just right. base everything on what they said. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, that takes, unfortunately, <laughs> that does, that does take time. That. Everything's, yeah. like, super time-consuming. Yeah. And it's become, like, uh, there's so many things I didn't think about, like, financially mm -hmm. either uh, that uh, has... <laughs> <laughs> has tallied up I'm and, sure, yeah. and uh you know just the things but it, all the stress all the planning all that stuff is uh going to be absolutely worth it when july 2022 comes around and i stand there in the gallery everything's in, in its place and i can kind of just like fold my arms and kind of take a deep breath take a yeah take a, a big, big old deep breath relief, and then yeah. just to see people's reaction when they see it and uh, I just want to blow their minds. I think you're going to do it. I mean, clearly. So financially, are you applying for grants? Are you getting grants? Can people donate to help, like, as far as getting things off the ground? And I have applied for you grants. Have, you've applied for grants. Uh, yeah, okay, I have good. received a grant. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. The uh, Maryland, Maryland uh, State Arts Council has been gracious enough to... Uh, recognize that this is a worthy cause and a worthy project for uh, the community and uh, has uh, granted me some funds to go Good. directly towards this. I have also um, applied for another grant that I'm hoping to hear the results from that uh, has nothing to do with this project, but it's also through the state of Maryland. And it's for, it's an, it's called an independent artist award. And it's for my work specifically uh, outside of this. Uh, project and uh, I'm very hopeful that I'll get some funding from that, which won't be a, a ton, but uh, hey, every little every helps, little bit counts. You know? It really does. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, absolutely. And uh, so I'm also thinking about uh, a crowd crowdfunding effort through Go, GoFundMe. Seems mm -hmm. to be uh, the easiest one for folks. Sure. Uh, I've done a little research on that, and people have been very, very gracious and said they wanted to donate. And I keep telling people. Please just hold off until I find out about some of these grants because I don't want, don't want to make the goal, the financial goal, too high. Right. Uh, and, and just in case I get some of these grants. Mm -hmm. So now that I've I've got a good idea of the grants, uh, how much I'll I'll get, I have a I have a, like a goal in mind, through uh, because you know when you're it's it's you know printing archival mm -hmm. prints large oh, large format yeah. and then of course framing. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of these items uh, that I removed, like artifacts, I call them uh, items of significance. Uh, you know, <laughs> they um, need to be displayed. Properly. They have to be displayed in a, in a gallery, and so you have to kind of prep some of those items. And then, of course, self-publishing a fine art, like uh, hardbound keepsake kind of book, is uh, very it's costly. A big undertaking for yeah, sure. It yeah, it is. It is. But these people have been so supportive that I don't. I don't think that's going to be. Uh, too much of an issue and uh you know these people have just been the, the greatest i can't even begin to tell you how awesome they've been it's been uh, it's awesome <laughs> i know so awesome good. is such a generic word but, but it man. is that well i mean it, i think you're using it in the most intended of its purposes you know it, it was an awesome experience it really really was um, and I and I would you ever do something like this again? That poses a question, not this, not necessarily a uh, high school, but something of this kind of caliber. Would you ever want to take that on again? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think the ultimate 
thing is a high school mm -hmm. because people grow up in high school yeah. and they get attached to the building. Not only do they get attached to the building, but they get attached to the teachers and the teachers get attached to the students. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a, it's just like a, a, a like an organism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people get so attached unless they just completely hate high school, <laughs> uh, which, which happens, happens. Yeah. sure, mm -hmm. um, that just because it's during a very complicated time in people's lives, mm -hmm. uh, most of the time, to his teenage years when you're growing up and trying to figure things out. That's also the last time you're a child. Yes. You know, before you're kicked out of the nest or moving on to college or doing something else. Right. And I think it's the last time that you're kind of in a controlled environment where you can kind of explore and feel your way around and expand your mind in a relatively safe environment that's the last time that, that you're going to ever experience that absolutely so i think those uh, variables you know when you when they're added together is why high schools are the ultimate for something like mm -hmm. this especially a very historical building like the allegheny building on cedric and uh you know, it would have to be another community building that a lot of people are in and out of and get mm -hmm. attached to, for instance, like a, a, a like a hospital. Like if this was going on when Memorial came down, I would have loved to have done this. The sure. Memorial Hospital, yeah. Sacred Heart, or, mm -hmm. you know, other uh, uh, historical theaters or... Like institutional... Yes, train stations, sure. something like mm -hmm. that where it's a big community building. A lot of people are in and out, potentially get attached to. A lot of people work there. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of... And I would love to continue doing it just because it's, I, I like, I like the connections I have with the people too. Yeah. You know, you get to know these people and it be, you get a sense of community. And, uh, of course the art, I, I, I have to scratch that part of my brain all, yeah. and I, I just have to, and I have to create. And, uh, and this is just perfect for that. Cause it's like, you know, it's kind of like multitasking. It's, it's doing that and creating a community and, and it's and it's also like a historical preservation kind of thing for when the building's gone or whatever it is, you know. People have something physical to look back on and mm -hmm. say, you know, I, you know, you're talking to somebody, you know, I I participated in that project. Check check out check yeah. this out, and you know, the building's not there anymore. And that's another factor with this is, uh, you know, whenever the exhibition does come, uh, and it's unveiled or whatever, the building's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And that's going to take the nostalgia level through the roof. Oh, yeah. 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 Well. I mean, I, it's just the fact that you're preserving it, I think, is really good. And the way you're doing it, everybody can relate. So whether you went to Allegheny or not, you should still go to the exhibition because you're still going to be able to see. This goes so far beyond yeah. Allegheny Four Hill. Yeah. This is like, it's just, that's not even a factor. I mean, you it's, can come it's, from it's, New Jersey <laughs> and appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's just about uh, his, history. It's mm -hmm. about history in a historic little small town yeah a small town that's built on these historical buildings and a lot of a lot of the buildings have been lost and you know time moves on and everything mm -hmm. and, and you move on which is fine but this is just a way for folks to kind of have a little bit of a closure and have like one last shared positive experience inside and you know um and then you know going to going to the exhibition is going to be a community thing and yeah i'm going to have I, i'm I, in my brain i've i've we're going to have a party. Good. Same night. Good. Uh, yes. So, uh, and that's going to be all in the plans. It will happen mm -hmm. in some capacity. I've, and uh, a lot of things are going through my mind as far as how to plan it. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and that's going to come down the road. But I promise we're going to have some kind of celebration that's uh, that's out, probably going to be outdoors, mm-hmm. and uh, and we're going to have a fun time to really celebrate uh, as a school and as a community, and uh, I think it's going to be epic. I hope so. I hope so. Oh, I know it will be. Well, I'll tell you one more thing. Okay. Um, another, th- we're talking about history here. Well, they do, a, they, there's, Allegheny has a historian. His name's Brian White. He's okay. a teacher there. And he's, he teaches a, a specific class called uh, Historic Research Methods. Okay. And they produce a his, oral history book every year. The class prepares the book, researches mm-hmm. the book. It's usually a community thing. They did one on Allegheny history one year. And, um, uh, you know, it's always something local mm-hmm. and they research and they write and do interviews. And at the very end of the year, they produce this book. And uh, so in the 21, 22 school year, since this thing has become a thing mm-hmm. and people are excited, they're not going to do a book. They're going to uh, gather materials and research and research and do a historical exhibition at the Allegheny Museum that runs simultaneously with my exhibition at the Arts Council. That's so cool. Yes. So it's going to be, this is going to actually get into the curriculum of the current Allegheny. Current generation is going to pull this off Mm -hmm. and it's going to run at the same time as my, my uh, fade to blue. That's so cool. And so, so we're going to have July 9th, 2022, mark your calendars. We're going to have fade to blue opening reception. We're going to have the Allegheny Museum is going to have their historical. Alleg- I'm talking not just about Sedgwick Street. I'm talking from 1888, the beginning of the first ever high school in Allegheny County. It's mm-hmm. called Allegheny County High School, and later they dropped the county. <laughs> uh, and uh, so it's from 1888 all the way up to the present uh, historical, uh, you know, exhibition. Yeah, and the students are going to be putting that on that's so cool and uh and then we celebrate that's awesome mike i'm thank you for uh for coming oh you're very welcome and you'll have to come back obviously before 2022 (laughs) um i think you should definitely come back when you launch your gofundme page or whatever fundraising activities um you decide to do and and uh, join the facebook page keep up to date and then come back anytime you want as you. you know (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you, Lydia. I really loved it. Oh, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. And uh, and everybody mark your calendars. That's right. All right. Thanks. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, check out our website, and that's recordtechlisten.com. We'll have direct links to uh, Mike's Facebook page for the old Allegheny photo project, which then morphed into Fade to Blue. So uh, if you want to follow that group and keep in touch and up to date with all of the things happening from now until July of 2022, we'll have links on our website. While you're there, we encourage you to check it out. Also, all of our previous episodes are there on the site for you to listen to in one location if you are not a fan of subscriptions. But we can you can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Audible. I mean, we're, we're pretty much everywhere you can get your podcast. If you do subscribe like magic, every time there's a new episode, it'll show up on your phone. Speaking of magic, uh, I met two fantastic guys named Mike Burke and Matt Gilmore. And we started a podcast called You Don't Know Jack. It features the two of them. And we basically talk about any topic 
that we feel is necessary to talk about, but mainly sports, local sports, Maryland-based sports, but then we also veer off into topics that we feel like we need to address, like voter suppression, um, also the loss of great members of the the community, also, you know, somebody like Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing and the importance of that. So we talk about sports, yes, that's the the main uh, bread and butter, but we also talk about things we're passionate about and feel like we need to draw some attention and focus to. So it is more than a sports podcast, but it's also fun. We have a great time. I'm very honored that uh, we've been able to do this for the past eight months weekly. So we have uh, quite the back catalog of 36 episodes. So if you've missed uh, my voice, but you want to learn and uh, enjoy uh, two other voices, uh, I highly encourage you to check that out. And that's You Don't Know Jack. And they're everywhere you get your podcast, including this one. Thank you for listening to another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much.